Hello sports fans and welcome to the 22nd episode of Pub Talk Rugby League, a podcast where old mates from high school meet up to talk about rugby league. My name is Adam and I know very little about football, so I'm joined like always with my panel of armchair experts, Smokes. G'day boys, let's have some fun. And making his triumphant return, the Phantom. Hello. Hey! He lives. Yep, that's right. That's, what's it been, six weeks? I, yeah, I count, that's six weeks. Six weeks. Oh, really? So, okay. Yeah, yeah. The Ghost of like Walks. He's only probably attended three or four podcasts, and we're on to 22 now, so. <laughs> they were real critical ones that I didn't want to miss as well, because it was just, the Rays were playing horrible. New South Wales won the Origin. Like, of all the ones that I wanted to be in, like, they were mm. the ones, but just wasn't meant to These be. These things happen. These, well, you get a chance to make up for it and tonight. And now... On my return, old mate decides not to rock up. I know, right? And, yeah. and you think he would have because the Raiders won. He's got some piss-in excuse about studying, but I didn't think principals had to study. I thought they'd already completed. You know, they they ran the school, so I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, well. He didn't say what he didn't say what he was studying when really uh. he's just watching the Ricky documentary again, <laughs> or what he's the principal of. It's been a busy week. Uh, I was able to escape to the coast and uh, avoid any sort of COVID hotspots or quarantining. So I didn't get to watch many games. Uh, what about you, uh, Phantom? This is probably the most disconnected from rugby league I've been. I've had a couple of weeks where I've watched almost every game. And then there's been some weeks where I've just watched the Roosters game. I haven't really been keeping up to speed with a lot of the commentary around football like I I said on my newsfeed and everything like that like I've got access to KO and everything but I just I haven't been just doing it so it's just been a lot of other stuff going on and we've got a PlayStation 5 and that got in the way so <laughs> I just it, um it, as it does yeah I, I know just, what you mean though there, there are those times where you sort of um just, other, just sort of um gets in the road sometimes and well not in yeah. the road but other things sort of take precedence sometimes as much as we love our footy sometimes you don't have the time to watch every game or you might just slip in your own team's game and that's it yeah so it's but no i've been i have been watching um but yeah just a bit sporadically and what about you smokes yeah i caught a few of the games because we were in um we were in lockdown as well over the weekend and i didn't have my kids with me last weekend or or my partner's child so I had a bit of free time, so I, I caught um, I caught a good few of the games. Um, so yeah, no, there, were, there was a couple of really good games on Saturday, which I'm looking forward to having a chat about. So, all right, well that leads us perfectly in. Um, Smokes, you want to talk about the Knights and Broncos game? Oh, not really, but I will. Um, look, it, it was I actually can told you. I well, told yeah. you. Oh, look, I'm I'm not surprised the Knights won. I mean, they're higher on the ladder. Um, Pierce. What do you mean Palmer you're not surprised? Back. We had a conversation in the lead up to this game. And you were f***ing confident you were going to get it done. I was, I was confident that the Broncos could win that game. Um, but, but you just you said know, you weren't surprised. I'm, yeah, because I never said that I was certain, did I? I said, I'm confident the Broncos can win this game. And you know what? A couple of little things go their way. They would have won that game. Um, like what? Let's, let's, okay, well, let's face it. An absolutely disgusting decision at the start of the second half completely ruined that as a contest. And you know that that's a fact. In fact, the referee's boss has already come out and said it, they got it wrong. Um, how on earth um, uh, Lachlan Fitzgibbon was awarded that try when Bradman Best was basically dry-humping Asako off the ball for about 10 seconds and gave him no chance to get to it. Uh, it was a disgraceful decision. At that point, it was really frustrating for me. That, that and look, I'm not saying that's the only reason that the Broncos lost. Cause of course I can it wasn't, tell. But, 
But it, the Broncos, like for the first 50 minutes of that game, well, in fact, well, the possession stats ended up finishing 60-40 in favour of Newcastle. After 50 minutes, it was 12 points to 8 in favour of the Knights and possession was 65% to 35 in their favour. The Broncos had done amazingly well to defend and hold out and be at two tries all and just a couple of conversions out of it. Uh, and then that disgraceful decision more or less ended it as a contest and the Knights then got another couple of tries because that's what good teams do. They take advantage of their luck. And look, the Broncos of old, you know, even, even just six, eight weeks ago, then would have caved in and probably conceded 50. But... They fought back and actually made a bit of a game of it. We're in, in still with a sneaky chance with five or six minutes to go. So, Do you know how you were saying on the phone that you can always tell within the first 10 to 15 minutes? Like you, you can feel it in your waters? I said I, said I can what, tell what, within the what first your, 10 minutes what, if... What were your waters I, telling you? I said I can tell within the first 10 minutes of a Broncos game whether they've shown up with the right attitude. I could tell after 10 minutes they had shown up with the right attitude. And I, I don't, even though they lost the game, that doesn't mean they showed up with the wrong attitude. I mean, that first 10 minutes, they quite literally did not touch the ball. And the Knights had the ball for the first 10 minutes and didn't score a try. Um, that doesn't happen unless, you, unless you're there to, to, to compete. And the Broncos did compete. They, I think in the end, the Knights had like an extra 10 or 11 sets of six, and it was five tries to four. That's a pretty, that's a pretty good effort by the Broncos. I wasn't, I wasn't disheartened or disappointed. They're on the improve. Since, um, since Ben Eichens come in, their performances have gone uh, in an upward trajectory. So, you know, disappointed they lost, but certainly not disappointed with their effort. They're second last on the ladder, though, mate. Yeah, but, mate, you, you, you don't know how bad how bad the circumstances were when Kevin Mulders took over at the start of the year. So the the improve is there, and they've recruited very strongly for next year. So next year. They're, they're on the way up. What Trust happens me. if... They're, 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 I can think of three teams who are going to drastically improve next year. Uh, one of them is the Broncos, another one is the Sharks, and another one is the Bulldogs. Those three teams will drastically improve. So I'll, I'll ask you... I'll ask you a serious question, although it's going to sound like I'm being a smart-ass. You were saying kind of similar things to this last year. So what do you reckon it is that stopped it? Well, nothing stopped it. They have improved this year. No, no, you said they were going to be top eight. No, I didn't. But you didn't. I said I think they can compete for top eight. Aren't you glad we have a audio recording of this? this yeah, here's something I prepared <laughs> earlier. <laughs> so. Yeah, oh, well, you, you, find, you find the recording where I said they will definitely make the top eight. I think you might be right about the Sharks, uh, not Sharks, Bulldogs, with Phil Gould joining as whatever his position is, right? Well, yeah, and that, that's why I say the Broncos and the Bulldogs, because they've both recruited very smart um, football managers. I mean, Ben Eichen for the Broncos and Phil Gould for the Bulldogs. So um, that's why I think they'll both improve quite a lot next year. And I think the Sharks have recruited very strongly. Wasn't Eichen added to the Broncos a long time, like, early? Uh, he was season? added... Five weeks that, ago. Yeah. And in that five weeks, yeah, okay. we've won two and lost three. But two of our losses are against top eight teams, and they were close losses. There was the one against Newcastle, which was a very, you know, bit of luck goes away. We win that game. And the other one was against Penrith, and they're running second. And we only lost by six points. So the improve is there. You can definitely see that there is a... They're, they're in the contest now, where earlier this year, well, it was routine to say the Broncos have conceded 40 points. It just happened over and over and over again. They've, um, they're, now, they're now in the fight. So the next step is to not just be in the fight, but to turn those in the fights into victories. And that's what someone like Adam Reynolds will do for them next year as well. Uh, quality halfback turns those close losses into wins. So they're, they're on the up. 
The Broncos are on the up. We'll, we'll, we'll move past the Broncos' uh, defeat against the Newcastle so that we can talk yes, about let's. the Raiders and the Dragons. Principal, why isn't he here? But, you know, well, we know why he's not here, but <laughs> he could have actually been happy for a change. That's it. They had a win. Ben, do you want to watch, talk, about, talk about this one? I didn't watch the game because I don't like wasting my time. <laughs> it's a, the, because the dragons, they're, just, they're both those they're, they're in dirty grey areas both teams like they're teams that should be doing better but aren't doing that well and they're either mm. really good or really shit that and I really don't like the Raiders and I actually don't like the Dragons because my entire family except for me goes for the Dragons <laughs> so it was either watch the game or stab myself in the eye with a pencil so I went and found two lead pencils Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, PlayStation Five, so you're fine. Oh, that's it. All right. Yeah, have a that's... game of that. Ah, look. I mean, yeah. I, I only saw bits of it. It was not a great quality game. The only thing that really comes out of this is that the Raiders have kept their season alive. The Dragons are gone. They're yeah. dead. They, they're because they're, they're, they're they're screwed. They're, they're, I think they're still going to play Penrith and Melbourne before the end of the year. So they're they're gone. Yeah, Dragons won't be beating Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> a phantom, sorry, if Principal was here, he'd have a totally different <laughs> outlook on that oh, game. Oh, he'd say it was like, on. you know, that the, the people's team are back and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, that was brave <laughs> and inspirational and yep. fucking yeah. Ricky pu- led them. Yeah, Papa Lee led the charge and Ricky was on the fucking sideline giving the boys See, a he, pat. Here's, here's, all, here's all I know is... Why, why couldn't Canberra have beaten the Dragons last time they played so we didn't lose our f***ing multi? Mm. That's what I want to know. Huh? Where was this last time, Raiders? Huh? Yeah, exactly. All right, Smoke. All right. Uh, let's talk about the Eels versus Rabbitohs. God, I love your passion. Oh, that's it. I fucking that's love it. it. I love it so three. much. Uh, but no, Eels, Eels, Rabbitohs, um, oh, Rabbitohs comfortably. And well, hold on. Why are you not, talking about really this game? Not surprising at all. Why are you know, talking? Because it felt like it. You can talk about it if you want. Oh, I didn't watch it. Oh, there yeah, you go. I, 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 That's why I, he's I, talking I, about I, it. I, I, I best talk about it then. Yeah. Oh, no, Rabbitohs were comfortable. Comfortable winners. I mean, I think they were up like 32 yeah. 0 before Parramatta finally got some points. Um, Parramatta a shot. I mean, they, they it will take an absolute miracle for them to remain in the top four. Um, and the Rabbitohs. Uh, people have not really given a lot of credit to how good a season the Rabbitohs have had. Yeah, they're, um, they're consistent. They are, you know, that's the thing. I mean, they've only had three losses this year. Two of them were against Melbourne, and the other one was against Penrith. So the only teams they've lost against are the teams running first and second. They've had, some pretty, the reason, um, they've had some pretty big wins as well, haven't they? Look, they, they, they score a lot of points. They score a lot of points. Like, I think the reason that, that they've sort of flown under the, under the radar a bit is two of those losses, they conceded 50 points. Yeah. And that, that worried a lot of people. But since then, since Penrith put 50 on them, they've won nine in a row. And people aren't really talking about it. They just go by the business. They win. Their last couple of wins have been really strong, though. Um, I think in a couple of weeks, they play Penrith. That's going to be a real... That, that's going to show us where they're actually really at, I think. Because I reckon Nathan Cleary will be back by then. That, that'll that be a good game. Yeah, I was going to say, it depends on how many players from the Panthers are back because, mm. you know, yeah. as we've been saying all season, the way to beat Penrith is take away their players. Get rid of their players. That's it. But it'll be very interesting, though, like how Souths and Penrith play out the rest of the year, just on the basis that, let's face it, the finals matches are all going to be played in Queensland this year. They're not going back to Sydney. So the t- Team 2 plays Team 3 in Week 1 of the finals. That will be Penrith and Souths. But it doesn't matter which order they finish in because neither of them will get a home ground advantage. So 
they can't finish lower than third, either of them. Either of them. So do you just start resting players now or, or start rotating your squad so they're all fit and fresh for the finals? It'll be interesting to see how they handle it. All right. Uh, anyone going to talk about the Warriors versus Sharks game? Again, I feel like people oh, would have loved this one. I just I just loved it because the Sharks oh, lost. Told you that so was so funny. Win. I told you the Warriors that was. Win. The Warriors are a gutsy team, man. They yeah, they they are. They... they there's, they could have had every excuse to finish last this year and last year, but they're a gutsy team. Um, you know, they, they. I guess the big talking points. One of the, one of the stories we're going to talk about later is all the sledging from Will Chambers and and the results of that. But we'll, we'll get into that a bit later. But um, just gutsy from the Warriors. Good on them. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Phantom, your Roosters lost against the uh, Panthers. Prick of a game. <laughs> Oh, fucking, you know how you, I, like, 10 minutes in, my waters were fucking bubbling and I knew we weren't going to win. I just, <laughs> something was up. We're just, so many fucking mistakes. Look, don't get me wrong, like, I'm, we gave the Panthers a run for their money, but if fucking old Ivan, if not Ivan, Nathan Cleary was there, we would have been fucking towed up. Burton's a good player, he's probably on steroids, that's no, so he'll... <laughs> It's just well. I'll tell you what. Yeah. He's got um. He's got some good footwork because yeah, I reckon he, he stepped does. around Tedesco for both of his tries. Yeah, and there was I've, another line break he made where he stepped past him as well. I, I just think the the Roosters have like they've done really f-ing good this year. But I just think over the the remainder of the season, like we're going to win this week and we're probably going to f-ing destroy the Broncos. But we're going to get run down and get pretty tired pretty quick. <laughs> and I I can't see us getting past the first week of the the finals. I just think. Too many guys are busted. Everyone's tired, and I'd probably say Tedesco, with good support around him, like he's been carrying the team in a lot of areas. He, he might, I reckon, he probably would have taken Burton down, but just too much weights on the um, on the more senior players now, and yeah, yeah. Look, just... the, the Roosters were gutsy. I mean, they they fought back into it because they were down, I think, by fourteen at one point. They yeah, sort of yeah. got back into the game and. Which was quality, and it was it was those guys like Tedesco and Manu who were sort of getting yeah. them back into the contest. Ma- Manu like, was it having Tupo a who scored beast. a try? Yeah, Tupo. Yeah, Manu is, is having a good season. He well, he's he's played like about six different positions. I reckon. Yeah. Like, like fullback, centre, five eighth, halfback. He's he's sort of a jack of all trades. Um, yeah, Sam Walker off. was good again for a young guy, eighteen, playing great footy. Um, don't know about don't know what, if I like their chances this week, but you know. Um, Look, I, I actually think the Roosters can definitely get by it past week one because the one thing the Roosters have done, the teams that are lower ranked than them, they seem to do pretty well against them. Mm, so I true. think the Roosters can... like if they, if they finish fifth, which I think is probably where they're going to finish, yeah. and they come up against Team 8, well, I don't see why they can't beat a Team 8, which is going to be someone like a Canberra, Cronulla, Newcastle, <laughs> who they are Canberra. capable of beating. Yeah, they're a chance of... Well, they're eighth at the moment, I think. Yeah, they're so they're a chance of... They're not oh, they're nine. They dropped. So okay. they're but they're like equal, oh, they're, they're equal, equal with nine. the Titans and the yeah, Knights, equal yeah. with seven, eight, and nine. So there's a chance, but yeah. We'll so see. it's 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 in the realms of possibility, but um, but yeah, we'll um, we'll see, we'll see. But um, no, it was a, it was a you know, I, I think Burton had a great game, like we scoring a couple of tries, um, lots of running meters. He's a he's a good signing for the Dogs. So again, mm. why I say they'll they'll improve. Great signing. All right, and then Smokes, uh, you lost your beer bet about Sea Eagles I, versus Storm. I did, Storm but you know what? I wasn't, winning streak. I wasn't far oh, off close. though. This was a really good game of footy, uh, and Manly were very unlucky um, in a couple of moments. Manly might be the giant killers for this season. 
They're, look, the thing is, Manly, what killed Manly in this game is their completion rate. Because they, they competed with Melbourne the entire match, but they only completed at about 67 or 68%. You can't do that against Melbourne and beat them because they are, they are too good. They will eventually get you if you give them that much ball. Um, but they, they fought with them the whole way. Um, they actually took the lead early in the second half. But another thing that killed them, the first, like, the, off the kickoff, like, two tackles after the kickoff from when they hit the lead, they dropped the ball... And then Melbourne just levelled the game up again and then sort of went with it from there. Um, Melbourne were able to quieten down Tom Travojevic a bit. Like, he still had a pretty good game, but not quite as effective. Um, but, if you know, Manly, they, if they, they, they'll get a lot of promise out of that. Cause, mm. And I think it showed that whilst I think Melbourne are absolute deserved favourites to win the comp, um, there's a couple of chinks in the armour. They're, they're not unbeatable. And then Phantom, uh, Bulldogs versus West Tigers. Was the Bulldogs game playing in your household? I would have thought your missus would be all over it. <laughs> nah, she just watches the press conferences. She couldn't give two shits about the football. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no problems. And then Smokes, did you watch the Titans-Cowboys game? Oh, I saw a couple of little highlights. Look, the Titans were pretty pretty well on top. I mean, David Fafita was in a bit of beast mode in the, set, in the first half. And uh, the Titans got a great try to Ash Taylor where they sort of went out to the left and they... They put like a kick through the guy race through and put put it on the toe again and Ash Taylor just grounded it before it went dead. That was so they scored a couple of entertaining tries and kept themselves in the eight. You see that your little lover Don retired? Yeah, that's one of our stories to talk about. I had oh, to put it in there because he's my mate. Love the Don. I love him. I love the, everyone loves the Don. He's his got Don me is good. So many first try scorer bets. He he's he's had a surprisingly good career for yeah. for um for a bloke who was pretty much unknown for a long time, but he's done well. Good on him. All right. Well, at the end of round 21, Phantom scored four out of eight tips. Smoke's got uh. five out of eight. And Principal and I, because we just picked the same teams, both on seven out of eight. They're too scared to concede the lead at the tipping comp to each other, so they just keep copying you, each you other. Just, you're both a bunch of pussies. Just take a fucking <laughs> risk. We'll see what happens, because I've already tipped for this week, and we've got uh, Principal's. He sent over his tips, so he we'll has see if we this time. But yeah, I don't exactly. think so because they're very one-sided games, <laughs> according to the uh, the old tipsters. Mm. Anyway, uh, season-wide, uh, what are we looking at here? Phantom's on 93, Smokes is on 103. Yes, I got the 100 up. Woo! I raised my bat. I scored the century. Slowest Principal century and I in both history. <laughs> All right. So because we haven't had Phantom for six weeks, although it feels like more for some reason, Smokes is going to play a little catch-up round yes, to get uh, yes, we're Phantom's playing... opinion over some of these topics. So I'll hand over to Phantom's catch-up round. So basically, he's missed six episodes, so we're going to give him six topics. He gets 30 seconds on each topic to give his thoughts. And they're basically topics we covered while he's away. So uh, when the shot clock is ready, I'll read the first topic and then we'll start the clock. So I hope you're ready, Phantom. Go. We're really eager to hear what you've got to say. So, um, all right, topic number one. Dragon's COVID barbecue party. <laughs> they put a bunch of quits. <laughs> just f***ing idiots. I just, they, they never cease to amaze me how f***ing dumb these guys can be. Just And then just to carry on after it. You know what pissed me off, though, was Paul Vaughan's... Um, uh, apology when and then Paul Kent got onto him like why did you do it and all I can say is I'm really sorry that's not the fucking answer the question why'd you do it <laughs> exactly you know exactly. you just don't want to say you're a fucking idiot yep, yep. Oh, there's exactly. my 30 seconds. yep. all right so the next topic is Ponger and Hunt salvage state pride with game three win oh whatever it, you know it, 
Yeah, I'm oh, still steaming on, on game it. Three. Thoughts on game three. I'm still steaming on it because people don't remember the season that New South Wales won. It's the last thing that you remember, so I've got about it still. Um, and I'm pretty sure that we were robbed. It's just the NRL trying to make sure that they, you know, they don't piss the Queenslanders off. Oh, of course, of course. Had nothing to do with us having some decent players this time around, but that's okay. That's okay. You think what you want. All right, topic number three. Ben Eichen, new manager of football for the Broncos. Uh, he's, Good or bad? It, I think it's unreal. I... You can just tell he's just got such a good football brain. He's going to be a good negotiator. He can pick talent. He can work with people. Everyone who works around him seems to love him. And he's a good person. He's going to surround himself with other good people. And that's generally what gets you good results. So, yeah, I'm envious of the Broncos. There you go. Wow. Very honest. All right. Uh, This question is very, very similar. Uh, Phil Gould, new manager of football for the Bulldogs. Good or bad? Uh, Who gives a f***? Like, Phil Gould, like, everyone, Phil Gould's got this aura around him like he's the greatest football mind ever, but he's done nothing in the last, what, eight to ten years to really show that. You know, the five-year plan at Penrith is still going, and they've started to go really good now that he's gone, although he'll claim it, but so is Griffin. I don't see it. I don't see what's so good about him anymore. Interesting, interesting. Okay. Um, all right, next topic. Um, the competition relocated to Queensland and all the lockdowns showing the competition into chaos. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. It, it should go to Queensland. It's not going to stay in Sydney, is it? No, nah, like you, you maybe, if you can get bigger, it's, you get bigger crowds in Melbourne, maybe send it down there, but really, spiritually, it probably should go to Queensland if it can't be held in New South Wales. Oh, I'm liking you more than uh, principal at the moment, so... Nice one. And the last question is very similar lines, actually. I think you may have already kind of answered it with that. Uh, Melbourne or Brisbane, where will and where should the grand final be played? Ah, it's got to be Suncorp. Like it's, it's a prick of a place to go to if you're not supporting the Broncos or Queensland, but it is, I believe, the best rugby league ground in the country up until they fix up the, SF, uh, the Sydney Football Stadium, maybe. But it's a f***ing good ground. And it'd be wild to have it there. And the, the lunatics up there would be frothing for it as well. And just give it to them. Can you imagine Caxton Street? Oh, mate, it'd be nuts. It'd be nuts. Well, I, I've, I've already said the second that grand final tickets go on sale, I'm, I'm buying them because that's, that's my f***ing dream to have a grand final at Suncorp. So um, there you go. Well, well done, Ben. And there, there's six topics. Um, there you go. I was, I was actually pleasantly surprised with your support of... Queensland and even the Broncos actually making a good managerial decision for once. So, there you go. Oh, I still hope they can lose every game next year. <laughs> I don't want them I'm to win. You, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you assume it's less likely now because of the recruitment of Ben Eichen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they employed someone really good. Yeah. I nice. still hate, I hate them, but... <laughs> <laughs> I still hate them, but... but you. <laughs> Well right. done. We're going to move well on done. to some news headlines here. Um, let's talk about our first one. There's an issue. Chambers sledging reignites shocks for Vita Rift as deleted tweet hints at future. Yeah, this is all... Um, and again, I don't know how much you saw of this phantom with all the sledging that Will Chambers was doing oh, in that yeah, game, yeah. but he I- seems to be pushing the boundaries very much so. And... What I found really telling is when he did the sledge to Kane Evans that then sort of forced him to throw a couple of jabs at him, 
no Sharks players came in to try and defend Will Chambers. So that sort of leads that there could be something to the fact that the Sharks, that his teammates aren't on board with him. So it's very, very strange. But it, what, is this just about the issue of him actually doing the sledging or just that the Sharks it's, don't it's, like it? <clears throat> uh, well, the Sharks don't like it, but I think, um, look, the reason the Warriors reacted so much to it is because apparently he was getting extremely personal with the sledges. Like, for example, he had he, he, Sean O'Sullivan, who's playing in the halves for the... Uh, for the Warriors, his sister is married to Matt Lodge, mm. uh, who is now obviously playing in, in the front row for them. So he was sledging Sean O'Sullivan about his sister for nearly the entire game, apparently. And and obviously Lodge was taking quite a lot of offence to it too. So it's not just his sister, that's my wife. So he, he's he's pushing the boundaries very much. So and, and, and Paul Kent made an interesting point. It's like he said, look, back in the day... These little chirpy blokes um, make a sledge. Well, the big blokes could just probably lay one on their chin and, and then everyone comes in, there's a bit of a dust-up, there's a penalty and it gets on. But now if the big blokes do that, they get sin-bin. So there's no... It's basically like, oh, I can be a little smart-ass on the field and say whatever I want and get away with it. And no. that to me seems a bit wrong. Like I, I, I understand nah, sledging is the... part of the game and it should be, but there's got to be a line. I don't think you should be talking about people's family members... Or obviously racial slurs or, you know, um, sexual orientation, all that sort of should be left out of it. But I, I don't think you should, I don't I think family should be off, off the off the table as well. You can't be sledging someone's mum or the sister or, or whatever. It's I don't think that's right. Yeah, no, there, there's definitely a line and if he's gone and said stuff like that he's overstepped a bit. It, if the you got someone with a big fucking mouth out there, the best way to prove them wrong is to just go and beat them. The, the, yeah, this, well, the, the, they are sledging yeah. to get under their skin to make him react, and Kane Evans reacted oh, exactly. because he's an idiot. Like, what do you think? Well, he got bit twice. He got bit yeah, twice like, during the game, so just, he, he definitely got under his skin. Yeah, you, you just go out there and beat him, and if <clears throat> what he's saying is I, bad enough, then the player should just make just fucking. I think complain. why I think why Josh Hannay, the Sharks coach, has got the shit with him about it is because well, he sort of said in the press conference, he said, "Look, so I don't really like our blokes being chirpy when we're down on the scoreboard." Mm. And it's like, well, it's two weeks in a row this bloke's been dishing out the, like some pretty heavy sledging, but they've been on the wrong end of the scoreboard and they've lost both times. So he's sort of like, well... And he's been dropped. He's been dropped this week too. So I just wonder if maybe Hannah's dropped him on the basis that, you know what, I need a bit of team harmony. We're still in the fight to try and make a final spot. Um, I can't be dealing with this yeah. So I reckon that's probably why he's been dropped. Yep. Okay, mm. moving on to the next article. Brad Arthur says the Eels can't panic, but their free fall has him facing some brutal calls. Well, they don't really need to panic because they're just not going to fucking make it. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what? I, 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 and I think Paul Kemp was 100% right when he spoke about this, when um, people were saying, oh, is their premiership window closing? And he said, I don't think it was ever open. I don't no. think they ever had the squad that was going to win a premiership. No. And I've been saying same this thing, for years. Same thing happens every year. They... They're, they're good, they they're competitive. Off, they start off strong, yeah. they start off and, strong then and then they fade away. It just dwindles away. away. It's, yeah. it's not that they're a bad team. Like they've got a good squad, but they don't have they're a squad a, that's going to win the comp. Team. Yeah, they're a very good team, but they do not have um, that genuine superstar who is going to take them to the next level. Like the Roosters have a Tedesco. Mm. Uh, Manly have Trebojevic. Melbourne have Munster. Uh, Penrith have Nathan Cleary. Like those teams have got... You know, the, the Souths have got... You know, Cody Walker, who's that, 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 you know, genuine spark player. Parramatta don't have that. 
They just don't have it. So that's why they, they'll be a very good team, but they're not going to be a team who can win a premiership with that squad. Uh, Gould reveals Panthers stars $1 million mistake in signing Bulldogs deal. Yeah, this is um, basically because um, the Dogs signed him in the off-season when he'd only played about five or six first-grade games. They signed him for 500000 a season. Uh, but Gould is basically saying, look, the Dogs got him at a bargain because now if, if, he, if Burton had waited till now to sign a contract with someone, he'd probably be able to add another two or 300000 a year to it because of what a season he's yeah, had. But if he comes on, they usually do this. I think they even did it with Ponger at the Knights. If he comes out and has a... A ripper of a season next year. They'll, 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 they'll just bump him up. And I think that, I think Gould is more or less alluded to. Like he was sort of asked the question, look, because he's obviously in charge of that now. Like, are you going to increase his salary? And his answer was, all I'll say is that whenever I've been in charge of a football team, uh, no player has been underpaid. So I think yeah. that's basically his way of saying, of course we'll review it, um, and if he continues this form, we'll we'll upgrade him and and. Look, the thing is, he's only like twenty-one, so he's gonna—he's got plenty of time to make money. He needs to establish himself, and and then you know the money will be there. Yep. All right. Uh, sign him up. Flanagan lifts lid on coaching future after links to two NRL clubs. Oh, I want to hear your take on this, Phantom, because <laughs> you know what you I know my thoughts to on this. Guy, that I said his name uh, correctly. You did. You did. You got it right. Which clubs are looking at? Which clubs they reckon are looking at him? Uh, I think they, I think it said the Tigers and the Eels are where he's been rumored yeah. to be linked to. Uh, you know what? Like I, it's it sounds silly because he won a premiership with the Sharks, but I don't rate Flanagan as that good a coach, and I think the way that he handles himself outside of the coaching arena is really poor. Like he's been stung for two. Instances and like he got stood down for the Asada bullshit, and then he got stood yep. down for contacting players when he wasn't meant to. And they can fucking wordsmith it however they want. He just seems to do whatever the fuck he wants. There's an an air of arrogance around the guy. Like it's, hmm. I I don't. He's not a super coach. I don't think you know if you would if it's the Tigers, you would pick between Maguire and Flanagan. They both won premierships. I reckon Maguire's a better coach. If you were to look at the Dragons, I can guarantee you Griffin's a better coach. I just I don't understand what the. I'm, I'm not saying he's a bad coach. Like he won a premiership, but I wouldn't be racing after him. Yeah, it's um, it's an interesting one. Look, it's funny. Look, and you know me, I'm not his biggest fan because I, I don't like obviously all the stuff with the Asada investigation and all that. The guy can obviously, obviously has coaching ability because he got that Cronulla team to win a premiership, and no one else ever has. I mean, God, they had Jack Gibson as their coach back in the day, and he couldn't win him a premiership. So he can obviously coach. Um, you know what's funny, though? I would actually prefer... This is going to sound so strange because I've never been the biggest fan of this guy, but um, I actually kind of like his commentary. Oh, I hate I, like, it. He, he, I actually think he's, quite in, I think he's quite insightful as a sideline commentator, so... I'd rather he'd keep doing that because I actually I know this sounds shocking because like I've never liked the guy. I was like, I actually don't mind. It's I I'm gonna hate myself for saying this too. It's similar to Paul Gallen in many sense. I fucking hated him as a player. I actually don't mind listening to some of the stuff he has to say on that on that hundred percent footy show. Like he's not that bad. So I wouldn't actually mind seeing Flanagan Kevin. Look, look, eventually someone will get sacked and Flanagan will get a coaching gig somewhere. That'll happen yeah. eventually because there's there's only three guys. Who don't have coaching jobs with an NRL team next year that have premiership winning 
you know, in their in their resume. He's one of them. Bennett's one of them, and Paul Green's one of them. So he'll get a job eventually. It's just a matter of who, right, who and when, rather than if. So mm. yeah. All right. Uh, the, from the spotlight to the scrap heap, the cutthroat reality of being a young NRL halfback. Yeah, this one's um, this one's really just sort of talking about how um, a lot of these young halfbacks they're not really being offered deals uh, at the moment. No, it's a lot of the older heads who are who are getting the deals, even though they're they're older heads who haven't necessarily had, you know, who who have got issues in their game. Guys like Sean Johnson, Anthony Milford, and stuff, but they're still getting deals elsewhere because these clubs know what they're going to get from them. Whereas with these young guys, they just don't know. I mean, Flanagan's just been through the ringer this year. I think he's been dropped three or four times. He doesn't know where, where he's, whether he's coming or going. Brodie Croft was was labelled the the next Cooper Cronk. He's going over to yeah. England next year. Um, Tom Dearden is yet to win a game as a starting halfback, and he's had over 20 starts now with the Broncos and Cowboys. He's yet to win a game. So these young guys are just struggling, like big time to... To, to show that they have the ability to win games. Uh, and I think this is our last headline. Uh, Titans cult hero to finish as one club player after announcing retirement. Oh, so oh the he's, Don. He's a I legend. love the Don. He's the I love the Don. fucking champion. Won me so much money. He's oh, so he's, good. He's awesome. He's yeah. awesome. The amount of tries he'd score from bombs and kicks and just being in the right position at the right time. What a great... And you know what? I love re- reading a bit about this story, how like he... He didn't get his debut until until he was twenty five, and then he sort of somehow found his way from there to like end up playing over one hundred and fifty games yeah. and be their leading try scorer. And he, he had, on him, I think he had awesome. a couple of seasons where he was like on the high ball. He was he was he close was, to he was yeah. close to making the Blues side at one point. Like he was like in those discussions. Which when you when you really think of it, I mean, this is a guy that you know was not you know. Was never considered like the you know the su- super supreme talented wingers like we've got in a lot of the Just lot of the teams like the though. Morris boys and and Tupos and and all those sorts of guys like but he's just you know he was just um, a good competitor so I loved watching him play I, I loved I loved just calling him the Don too loved yeah. it loved him good good on him good yeah. and I hope I hope it says that there's a chance he'll. Um, He'll get a job with the club once he retires as well, which he deserves because he's their he's their first sort of long term one club player because they're, they're quite a young team still. He played eight seasons, never played for anyone else, so good on him. Uh, well, that's the end of the news section. So on to our beer bets. Uh, let's have mm. a quick squeeze. Uh, basically, Phantom and sorry, Principal and Smokes just traded beers, and then both of you uh, <laughs> took Phantom's beers. So. We've been having some bets on your behalf, Phantom, in case you haven't been keeping up. As long as they were bets that you would think I would make, I'm I'm happy with that. What was oh, the last yeah, one? Oh, yeah, definitely you would make these bets. Principal oh, made days. this one on your behalf. He said that uh, oh, Waira Hargraves would score a double. I would have never f***ing <laughs> said that. That's, that's, right. um, that's too far. <laughs> well, you get to take revenge because yeah. now that Principal's not here, you can make the bet. Bet, But um, there was one a couple of weeks ago where I think you said that, like, Oh, the the Roosters will win by fifty plus or something like that. I would make that bet. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it was against like you know a decent team like Melbourne or something. Yeah. Though, so it's like you know, but uh, that's yeah. right. You you can have a turn of having his bet, I suppose. Um, yeah. So just a uh, quick quick uh, update. You're basically around the same 
Phantom you're on 21, Prince Warrior on 24, and Smoke you're on 27. But Yeehaw. it'll it'll even out, I promise. Pretty much. <laughs> Look, we're season. all going to share these beers at the end. Of, well, whenever whenever we can all once get COVID together. Finishes, <laughs> once once all the mayhem together. ends. Yeah. All right. So I'll go first. Uh, I'm going to put my two beers on. Now, this team has lost seven or eight in a row, but they're finally going to crack it for win. The Cowboys are going to beat the West Tigers this week. I'll take that. Boom. I reckon, I reckon uh, Principal will probably take it too. Mate, welcome to so Tiger Town's come out. Like, they're going to be fucking inspired. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm so excited to watch that not. Uh, well, uh, and, and look, uh, apart from Tigers fans, does anyone really give a shit? About that? I, I don't mind watching it. I like watching that stuff, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, but it's like, oh, like, I, it's not like I, I hate the Tigers. I just don't care about them. They're just such a nothing team to me. I know it's a horrible thing to say, but they really are. Anyway, but that's my bet. Cowboys to knock them off. Uh, Phantom, your bet? Mm, the Roosters will have two players that score a double against the Broncos. I'm putting four beers. I'm taking that. Four beers. I'm taking that. Four beers. Oh, four beers. Definitely taking that. Easiest four beers I'll make. Two players to score score doubles. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's... that's, I'm looking forward to that because... And then... Does somebody want to make one up for principal? Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, that, 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 that Canberra will beat Melbourne by 13-plus, do you reckon is fair? No, no, no. I want it to be that... Just Canberra to beat Melbourne? Stop. Just Canberra to oh, beat yeah. Melbourne in general, Just yeah. Canberra to beat Melbourne. Eight beers. <laughs> oh, I, th- I think when we're betting for someone else, we can only bet two. Yeah. It's kind of a little rule right. put in place. Uh, oh, no, well, I'm going to assume uh, you're taking that. Ten, ten, I'm on six. it. Yeah, you just... The other people, yeah, I'll, right, take no problems. I'll take it too. I'll take it too. Of course, you're gonna take it. It's Melbourne. It's fucking free, <laughs> well, yeah, free beer. Melbourne are gonna lose soon. They can't win forever. <laughs> you said that last week, but and it's I was not nearly be right. Against... I was nearly right. <laughs> you know, Manly have softened the, them the, up. Who knows? Mate, the maybe, maybe, I'm not... tip, maybe I'm tipping an upset tomorrow. We'll find out soon, won't we? Uh, okay, let's let's talk about round 22's uh, games. Uh, Storm versus Raiders. Prince, uh, sorry, Phantom. Storm. Uh, Smokes? Look, despite all my big talk, I am, talk, I am tipping the Storm. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a I idiot. I tipped. I'm tipping Storm, and I would love to see what Principal's doing there, because this might be where we're different. Are we going to do uh, our uh, margins for this one? Because Principal had the uh, yeah, two. Oh, yeah, margins. It's fine. Hang on. No, oh, he's stoned. Yeah, oh, I, think, I think he's just very hopeful. Very, very hopeful. Look, I don't think they're no chance. I mean, like, Melbourne may have someone sent off. Give them a chance. No. I'm putting 20 points down for the margin. 30. Uh, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say eight. I think Canberra will keep it relatively close. They, they, they have a decent record against Melbourne, actually, so they'll keep it close. Uh, uh, okay, Dragons versus Panthers. Smokes. Oh, Penrith. Buy as many as they want. Uh, <laughs> because yes, I'm pretty sure that, I'm pretty sure that Nathan Cleary is back. So as many as they want, it's basically yep. until they take right. Cleary off the field. I've also picked Panthers. Okay, Broncos versus oh, this would be a good one for you two. Broncos versus Roosters. Broncos, Roosters. baby. I'm all over Broncos. my team. Yep, yep. We're going to upset uh, the party because the Roosters are so cocky. They think they can rest their prop forward against us because they go, oh, it's just the Broncos. We don't need it. We don't need him in. Whatever. The Grub Hargraves, he probably should be suspended yeah. anyway for something. He probably punched someone in the dick during the last game. So, you know. All right, all right, Cam- all right. The Roosters, Broncos, baby. 
Rabbitohs versus Titans. I disagree with all of those comments. (laughs) (laughs) Very elegant of you. No, Titans. Ooh. Holy snapping assholes. You just need to make up Uh, points. That's why. Uh, Rabbitohs, comfortably. Yep. Okay, I've also picked Rabbitohs. All right, Cowboys versus West Tigers. This is the closest of the like even games because everyone else is a very one-sided according to the tips. Yeah. T- tigers. Uh, Phantom. Yeah, uh, Tigers. Tigers. Yeah, I'm, get, I'm going the Cows in this one. They're going to break their losing streak. Uh, I've said Tigers as well. Oops, sorry. Cowboys. You haven't said right, anything. Eels. You can go what the, the bookies say. Yeah, I go what they go. Yeah. I go what they go. Uh, all right, Sea Eagles versus Eels. Nah, Phantom. Manly. Manly, Sea Eagles. Okay, I have to think about these. Smokes? Yeah, I'm a Manly too, and massive game because if Manly win, they leapfrog the Eels into the top four. So, huge game. Uh, Warriors, Bulldogs. Oh, okay. Uh, no, Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, I think they've got it. Uh, Phantom, are you also Warriors? Nah, give me the dogs. All right. Uh, you and Trent one? Barrett, mate, go and get a fucking room. Got a feeling. So are you and your missus right. going to have a threesome with him one day or what? Do you reckon you can get him? Or? I don't think I'd be invited. <laughs> <laughs> so right. it'll be a bit Last like game. Ross in that Friends episode. He'll just be watching. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sharks uh, Smokes. Oh, wow. This is a this is a very important game too. Uh, I'll go the Knights. I think um, Ponger and Pierce back, they're a pretty tough team to beat. Alright, and Phantom? Yeah, Knights. Knights. I'd like to see what Principal's doing because I wonder how much we differ because this will uh, hopefully put one of us in front. Alright, well, that's the end of uh, round 22 tips and this we episode did. of the podcast. So thank you all for listening. We made it. Uh, we'll be back next week, probably with a full cast, maybe? Yeah, uh, we should we'll be we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, Alright, uh, I guess I'll say keep calm and trust. Raiders, like uh, Principal always does. Uh, yeah, yeah look, get, if you want to look, out, look how well on... that's done for them. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I don't know if Phantom will show up next week because when we destroy them on Friday, he'll go into hiding. Who's, who's hiding. we? <laughs> right. Who's we? The mighty Broncos, no, mate. <laughs> nah, look, look, I, uh, you know... Let the better team win. Yep. All right. Well, <laughs> as always, you can get us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. And uh, until next week, bye. Bye-bye. Yep. Says.